Buzz's League. Hello and welcome back to Big Les's League and all rugby league experience. I'm your host, Big Les. What about the other night? The Dallium Awards. I nearly forgot it was on. I nearly forgot it was on. Quickly switched over to KO. KO saves the day. Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't have a Foxtel subscription, KO saves the day. Now, you're thinking, is Big Les getting sponsored by KO? No, he's not there yet. He's not there yet. He's not getting sponsored by KO. But what I am saying is KO saves the day. And it saved the day for Big Les the other night because we were watching the Dallium Awards via KO. So let's go through all of these Dallium Awards and let's see my reactions and my take on all of these awards. So let's get straight into them. The first award was obviously the Rookies of the Year. NRLW, it was Jesse Southwell. I thought she did a really, really strong job uh, for the Newcastle Knights. Obviously going to the grand final on the weekend. They're going to do a sensational job. And then for the men's game, Jeremiah Nanai getting Rookie of the Year. I think that was pretty inevitable there. Jeremiah Nanai, I thought he did a sensational job to get that award and well-deserved as well. A big season for the North Queensland Cowboys. Obviously almost getting into a grand final as well, going from a bottom eight side into a grand final in his first year. I thought that was really impressive there uh, from Jeremiah Nanai. The captains of the year, uh, Isabel Kelly for the Sydney Roosters. I didn't mind this one. I didn't mind it at all. Isabel Kelly playing some great football for the Sydney Roosters. Uh, the men's captain of the year was Isaiah Yo. Now, obviously, the side back-to-back grand finals. Isaiah Yo, I think, is a pretty good contender there for captain of the year. The other contenders were Ben Hunt, James Tedesco, and Chad Townsend. I would be looking at Chad Townsend. As I said before, you look at the Cowboys, you look at the struggles they've faced. Not a team that has done it back-to-back, but a team that has worked so hard to get where they were. Obviously, as I said, from being a bottom four side and then getting deep into finals, I think that's a great effort there. I think the Chad Townsend could have got it, but I'm very happy for Isaiah. I think that it is well-deserved. Now, Coach of the Year, it was Todd Payton. Todd Payton pulled Coach of the Year. I could think of a few other guys that could get it, but I think that Todd Payton, he was right at the top of my list, right at the top of my list. I think Trent Robinson was one of the contenders there. I was a bit 50-50 on that one. Yes, the Roosters obviously got into the first week of finals, but they do this every season. It's not like it's something different. I don't know. Trent Robinson, great coach, and he has been for a few years now. I just didn't think that he was going to be in the contenders. Obviously, it was Trent Robinson. It was Ivan Cleary and Craig Fitzgibbon. That were the other contenders there. Fitzgibbon, Fitzy would have been another awesome contender and one I wouldn't really have argued with. Ivan Cleary as well, going back-to-back with the Penrith Panthers. Oh, at Todd Payton, he was the favourite, and I think that he really deserved to get that one, Todd Payton. Uh, And then we look at the Dalian medalist. Nico Hines, what a night for him. Breaking the record for the most Dallium points in history with 38 points uh, to notch up a win for the Dallium Player of the Year. Just the work he's been putting in all season. We saw glimpses of what it would turn out to be in the Indigenous game at the start of the year, moving him into the halfback role. Obviously, he made statements previous that he wanted to control his own side, and he got the chance to do that with the Cronulla Sharks, and he did a sensational job as 
sensational job there for the Cronulla Sharks. He was playing some great footy in the number seven jersey. People forget he hasn't played seven in many games before, especially consistently, uh, but he did it really, really well this season and well-deserved, as I said. Uh, Nico Hines there for the Dalian Player of the Year. Racing McGregor, she got it for the NRLW, another one that was well-deserved. She played some great footy for the Roosters this season. Although they didn't win the comp, I think that she played some really, really good footy and was definitely a standout for a girl that was going to be left behind, didn't have a club going into this season. Roosters picked her up, and ever since then, she has been fantastic. So definitely well-deserved there, Dalliem, NRLW Player of the Year. Now, moving on to the Team of the Year. The Team of the Year for the NRL, we had James Tedesco at fullback. Totally agree with that one. He was definitely the former fullback in the competition. I think one of the best players in the competition as well. What he has, no one else has James Tedesco. He is an absolute freak. Joseph Suali'i and Alex Johnston on the wings. Totally agree with those two. Suali'i, a guy I probably wouldn't have thought about, but definitely deserves to be there. Definitely deserves to be there. So uh, great selections there. Alex Johnston, obviously the top try scorer, had to include him in this side. You've got Valentine Holmes and Joseph Manu in the centres. Joseph Manu, great player, uh, and he did some really great things for the Sydney Roosters this season. And then Valentine Holmes, he has been terrific in his first season at centre. And this reflects that for me. He has put in such a great effort defensively, attackingly. Goal kicking as well has been super consistent. He has been super consistent and he definitely deserves to be in this side. 5'8", Cameron Munster. Totally agree. He has been solid and a really strong year for him. A bounce back year for him as well off the drink. I thought it was sensational for him to absolutely explode. Especially in the Origin Series. He was unstoppable. And then at halfback, Nico Hines. He was a amazing as well and obviously we saw he got the Dalian player of the year so definitely deserves to be there in this side. The front rowers were Payne Haas and Joseph Tarpany. Payne Haas towards the back end of the season I think people would be thinking about obviously towards the end of the season how he dropped off in form a little bit but you're looking at the entirety of the season he had a pretty solid start to the season and I think that he's definitely one of the better props in our game at the moment obviously the contract negotiations and the back and forth with the club as well. I think it didn't really help him, but I think that all in all, he had a pretty strong season there, especially at the start, especially the first half of the season, I thought was quite strong for Payne Haas. Joseph Tarpany, consistent throughout the entire season. I would definitely have him there. I would even look to have Jared Rory Hargreaves in that side, maybe in the front row for Payne Haas, but it's not a change I think needs to happen. I'm not too fussed about it, to be honest. I'm not too fussed about it at all. Uh, so Payne Haas, Joseph Tarpany, quite happy with that. Apicorosau at nine. He's a great player. I think that Harry Grant deserves to be there, especially since he was higher up than him on the rankings as well for the Dalian Player of the Year. I think that Harry Grant was pretty much robbed of that position. I think as good of a player as Apicorosau is, I just don't think he really uh, was the best hooker this season. I think Harry Grant is just a little bit over him for me. It'd be Harry Grant, maybe even Reese Robson, and then probably Apicorosau for me. I'd probably have Reese. Robson and Harry Grant over Abby Corusau. That's just my opinion. Abby Corusau, again, not one that I'm too fussed about, but I would probably go to look at picking Harry Grant or Reese Robson in that Hooker of the Year spot over Abby Corusau. Um, in the back row, Viliami Kikau, Jeremiah Nanai. Can't argue too much with that one. Jeremiah Nanai, as we talked about before, very, very strong player there for the North Queensland Cowboys. And then Viliami Kikau, 
Sort of a strong season for the Penrith Panthers. Not too fussed about this selection. I don't know if he was the back rower of the year, though. Obviously, you have guys like Sean Lane who put in a massive effort towards the end of the season and was quite consistent throughout, actually. He was sort of unnoticed until the back end of the season when he really exploded. But I feel like Sean Lane, I think I would have him over Viliami Kikiao. But look, as I said, not too fussed about it. And then Isaiah Yo at lock. Look, it's tough. It is tough when you're picking locks. Isaiah Yo, he got the captain of the year. I think it was inevitable that he was going to be the lock forward of the year in this side. Look, I'm very happy that it just wasn't all Melbourne players. I'm very happy it just wasn't all Melbourne players. Craig Bellamy getting coach of the year again. A very, very consistent thing that was happening over the past few years. It was pretty much all Melbourne. I'm not saying any of those were undeserved, but I felt like it was a very big push on Melbourne in these Dallium Awards. But I feel like the folk because there's actually been taken off Melbourne a lot because there's not many Melbourne players in these sides or getting these awards. It is more based on the rest of the league as well. And it's just because the league has really evened out. It's been as close as it's been in years. So to be honest, I'm very, very happy with this side and how it's gone this season. All the players selected. Not too fast with most of the selections. There's some I would change. Uh, but all in all, I'm quite happy with these selections, especially Todd Payton as coach of the year. I think he really deserved it. I won't do the NRLW team of the year just because I haven't watched too much NRLW. I can't make a comment on some players because I just don't know them. Uh, so I won't do the NRLW team of the year because, as I said, I haven't watched too much NRLW. But that was the M night. I almost forgot it was on. Almost forgot it was on. Lucky I reminded myself. I was literally watching Creed 2. was enjoying myself there watching Creed 2 on Amazon Prime. And uh, then it hit me that the M Awards were on. Quickly switched it over just before it started. Uh, but it was a great night. Uh, a few laughs as well and it was a great night to watch uh, via KO. Lucky I got to watch it as well because I was so close to missing out on it. It was a really good part of Cree 2. A really good part of Cree 2. It was hard for me to switch over but Big Lazzy pulls through. That is your recap from Dallium Night 2022. Oh, well.